and we're back with more Sunday Sports Central. 9.47 on the clock here at 88.1 LeBerg. You are listening to Sunday Sports Central. It's Peyton Barron's here as we are looking at the NFL draft. It's the biggest news, I think, in the sports world over the weekend. Even though the NBA playoffs is going on, the NHL playoffs, NFL just reigns supreme in America. Everyone is tuned into the draft. And honestly, I'm curious on the TV ratings if it put up bigger numbers than the playoff games. Because I honestly think that the first round of the NFL draft was a bigger deal. I'm joined here by Austin Lane, Will Ortner, Jordan Riley Payne, and as always, the man from close to Portland, Miles King. <laughs> Sorry, Will, you don't get the same sort of intro like that, even though you're from the same city. Nah. <laughs> Looking at the NFL... <laughs> Guys, looking at the NFL draft, I talked about how Cleveland is the hottest sports town in the world right now with things that the Indians are doing. You got LeBron James, King James. You might as well make him President James. I don't care. He is everything. But the Cleveland Browns, number one pick, they take Baker Mayfield. Mm -hmm. Guys, I absolutely love this pick. Oh, I love it. Will Ortner just jumps up, and I'm going to save him for last. Jordan. (laughs) Talk to me about what you think about Baker Mayfield and the Browns taking him number one overall. Yes, I think that was a good pick by the Browns. You know, the Browns do need to start with a quarterback. You know, they've had getting quarterbacks bad in the past, you know, so hopefully this year this can be like a redemption year for them with Mayfield on the field. So I'm just glad that the the Browns are still, you know, keeping confident and trying to still compete in this league. Miles, uh, I love the pick. Baker's a baller. Yes. Yes. That's yes. what I'm talking about. The Browns, they have shied away from taking quarterbacks in the last couple of years. They've been drafting D linemen, you know, offensive linemen, running backs, Trent Richardson. Um, <laughs> they took a took a swing for the fences with Baker here, and uh, I hope it I hope it turns out for him. Um, I think I think the league is kind of recognizing that smaller guys like Russell Wilson, who are agile and can get out of the pocket and run throw on the run, uh, those guys have some value at quarterback. So I think they really nailed it. Look. I like that you guys like the pick, but I mean, we got to look at the real things here. It's a great pick. <laughs> ba- Baker Mayfield was not the number one quarterback in this draft by far, in my opinion. I think, jo- I think Josh Allen and even Sam Darnold were a little bit better than Baker Mayfield. And sure, they took a quarterback and they took a little bit of a risk by taking Baker Mayfield. Uh, and you, you know, the Browns quarterback. I'd say curse is what they have on their quarterback mm-hmm. position right now. Yep. Um, and so they went with Baker Mayfield, but. I just saw Josh, Josh Allen as a better fit. I know Will Ortner agrees with me that Baker Mayfield is a horrible choice for the Browns. We were sitting there on draft night after they picked him, just texting each other like, what is this pick? You know, Nobody could see this coming, and I don't want to jump to conclusions and say Baker Mayfield's the next Johnny Manziel and just a complete NFL bust like some draft experts have been doing. But then again, you know, it's the same thing that I say every year. If you don't take the safest pick you can possibly take, then you're doing the draft wrong. And we saw that so many times in this draft, and we saw it with the number one pick overall by the Cleveland Browns going with Baker Mayfield. All right. So to prove you guys wrong and to show that I'm correct and I am the winner (laughs) here. Never. Never. To show that I know what I'm talking about, I'm going to go and I'm going to quote Cowherd. Again, because uh, clearly that's all I do is listen to his show. Hey, me too. (laughs) That's all I do with my life. Go – into YouTube right now at home, find his segment on Baker Mayfield and who he compares to. If you look at his college stats, attempts, completion percentage, touchdowns, yards, he compares to Kirk Cousins. You just took Cousins is the goat. You just (laughs) took you just took Kirk Cousins with the number one overall pick. That's who the Cleveland Browns just took. 
Kirk Cousins. No, they took Baker Mayfield. No. They, they took Baker. They they took the, com- the comparable NFL talent is Kirk Cousins, not Drew Brees, what everyone else was saying. You want to know pick why? This makes no sense. No, you want to know why He's the fourth sense? best quarterback in the draft. Well, who would no, you they, take? No, he's not. You want to know why it makes sense? You want to know why it makes sense? Darnold has small hands. He fumbles the ball and he throws picks. Uh, taking, Mayfield has small hands. Taking, taking Josh Allen is just trying to please the fans because he messed up on Wentz. Come on. That's just trying to please the fans, saying, oh, yeah, we missed on Wentz, so let's go and take another D1 AA quarterback. And I, Rosen? Wyoming's FBS, by the way. Excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> and, and going with Rosen? I, I don't know, man. I don't know about Rosen. You just don't like Rosen because he went to UCLA. I think Rosen is a quality quarterback who – who will back up for many years and will Jimmy G it, if you will. I think he's the next Jimmy Garoppolo, and I don't even know what Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be. But Baker Mayfield is dynamic. He's fun to watch. He's going to sell jerseys, and he he gives the team two chances of winning by putting the ball in his feet and putting the ball in his hands. This guy's a dual threat. The other guys, they're not dual threats. I, I think Baker Mayfield helps the Browns be a more dynamic team. He allow he allows the Browns offense to unfold into into a different set of skills. He can take off on the run. And Rosen, Darnold, Allen, they're not runners. Baker Mayfield can extend the play with his feet and he's gonna do it well in the NFL. They first off, they don't need to be runners. And if you want to go with a dual threat quarterback, then the better option is Lamar Jackson. That dude can run and throw. Mayfield just can kind of run, and he can throw all right. But here's my issue with Mayfield. The dude also has small hands. He can't make all the throws that Darnold, Rosen, or Allen can make. He doesn't have the arm strength. Yeah, his accuracy is all right. But now we have to find out if he can throw in the rain and the snow. He's playing in Cleveland. Oh, my goodness. And you want Josh Allen instead of that, the guy who played at UCLA, or Sam Darnold, the guy from California? Josh Allen played in Wyoming, so that's a cold cold weather area. You want Allen? So you wanted Allen, the number one pick. No, I would have went Darnold because I think— So then the cold weather argument doesn't make sense there. Well, first off, his pro day, he threw in the rain, and he threw well. In the 80-degree rain that happens in L.A., I was there at that time. It was like sixty and chilly. Oh, okay. Good. So <laughs> I had to put I had to put on a I had to put on a coat, and wow. I am a big man, so I, like I can coat. tell he was definitely. Are you cold. okay? Did you get hypothermia that day? Honestly, you know what? I think I might lose a toe. You're still pretty scarred <laughs> from the day. I can tell. Sixty <laughs> degrees in rain. Goodness, being in Ellensburg, I, I've never experienced hey, that's that. That's a before. chilly day in LA. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That is very. That is very cold. I went there on a vacation, and I got a very rude awakening. I was not very happy about it. <laughs> but the oh. rain over, huh? <laughs> so, so okay. Look, I'm an SC guy. I like Darnold. Darnold tries to fit passes into tiny windows. He can't always do it, honestly. And he has small hands. He's got fumble snaps. That, that's what he does. But one of the best things I heard is, you know, the, the guy's ceiling, and this is a big ceiling for Darnold, is he's Terry Bradshaw. Bradshaw came out slinging his rookie year, and he led the league in picks. Threw for like, he threw like 17 picks in his rookie year. Somebody stat check me on that. 509-963-2311. Go ahead and text in. Let me know how many interceptions Terry Bradshaw threw. But I think Sam Darnold throws too many picks. He accounts for too many turnovers. 
He's not an NFL caliber quarterback. And if you want, if no, don't raise your eyes at me because look at every USC quarterback that's ever come out of USC. They all suck. Carson, Carson Palmer. Palmer, best one. Is he a Hall of Famer? Eh. Uh, no. He couldn't yeah. take the Bengals past the first round of the playoffs every year. He goes to Arizona, couldn't do much better. USC is not a quarterback-producing university. We produce linemen. USC loves producing linemen. Uh, it's, it's great. Defensive, offensive, any sort of lineman will produce it. But quarterbacks, terrible track record. It's Mark Sanchez, John David Booty played in the league. I mean, Mark Sanchez won in this league first. He took two teams to the fumble. AFC Championship. Oh, yeah. He fell That's apart. He say. fell <laughs> apart. He fell apart when they asked him to do more, but he did win in this league. How, he how won about, at different hey, points. How about Matt Leinart? Leinart, oh, yeah. he, he sucks. Super bust. Castle, he didn't even play at SC, but he rode the bench and then somehow got into the NFL. And, and he had a decent career. And he didn't even play at SC. He rode the bench. That's incredible. The probably the second best USC quarterback in the NFL could be Matt Castle. Yeah, I don't know any old uh, USC uh, quarterbacks. My, here's my, the one my dad always gives me is the GIF. Fred Gifford played quarterback at USC, got drafted as a running back into the NFL. Mm. Only played running back in the NFL, but my dad calls him the best USC quarterback to ever go to the NFL. <laughs> so there it is. So you can't just discount Darnold because of what college he chose to play for. My thing is, and it always goes back to the Rose Bowl, that was a huge game for him, his redshirt freshman year. He never really played an experience like that. Yeah, it was kind of at home. It was in the Rose Bowl. So it's not like he traveled that far. It was like probably an hour bus ride. There's a lot of traffic down there. (laughs) So, yeah. But you go into it, and he's down 21 points at one point in this game. On national TV, with not much of a running game that year. And he goes out. And he says, Juju, let's go put in some work. Let's go win this game. And they find a way to come back, set their kicker up, and he makes one of the most clutch field goals in Rose Bowl history. Adore Jackson also a huge part in that game. I, I love Adore. Shout out to Adore Jackson. He's, Just a, he, he's a defensive do, do guy. He doesn't Adore. help my argument. Yeah, I do adore Adore, and I'd wear a shirt that said that, but he was a two-side player in college. It was great. He, well, technically, he was special teams, not offense. No, he, played, he was wide receiver. He lined up. Did he what? catch a pass? Oh yeah, he in was the, the yeah he was the third leading receiver in yards on that on that Rose Bowl winning team. In that game though, in that game yeah he did. Oh okay, whatever. <laughs> he got whatever. he got hurt in the third quarter and sat on the sidelines for the entire fourth quarter, but he caught a pass in the so first half. He played I until just they were losing, and then he stopped playing, and then Sam Darnold took over and helped win that game. Sam Darnold and Ronald Jones the second. And Juju Smith-Schuster. And Juju. But anyways, I just look at it. Darnold doesn't have any off-the-field issues. Baker Mayfield was caught running from the cops like not even a year ago. Yeah, whatever. You're looking at Cares. you're looking at a very cocky Ray Lewis dude. ran from the cops too. <laughs> I didn't think he should have been in the league either. <laughs> he doesn't mean he's not a Hall of Famer. He's a yeah. debate for another time. Don't get me started <laughs> on Ray Lewis. But I... Okay, Dar- talk about Darnold to the Jets at three. I love that pick. They just uh, got a steal. They got a steal. They don't have a quarterback. Right now, their top quarterback is their punter. He you just guys, has, you an e- have... has an equal opportunity. Chip I'll just say this. this. Hopefully, on. it turns out better than the last time they took a uh, USC quarterback. Yes, thank you. I mean, you. sure, they went to two straight AFC title games, but... <laughs> two straight AFC title games? That's pretty good. Peyton, Peyton, I mean, I'll let you drop the... Uh, I don't think they've been there again. since Joe Namath. Oh, throwback. 
Joe Namath, and let's be real, Joe Namath isn't great either. He was a Hall of Famer, and he has more interceptions the than t- touchdowns. The two straight title games they went to, weren't, that, wasn't man. one of those seasons the season uh, Tom Brady was injured? Mm. Who is cares? That, is that accurate? <laughs> you know, it could be. It could be yeah, very well I think accurate. it was. But the it, New York Jets were jumping out of their seats when the Giants took Saquon Barkley. For him to fall to three is a blessing. And then for Josh Allen to fall to seven is even more of a blessing for the Buffalo Bills, I would say. And to take Baker Mayfield first overall, I'm sure every other team that needed a quarterback in the top ten were sitting there like thinking, thank you for taking Baker Mayfield off the board. Now we don't have to worry about teams trying to trade up above us to take Josh Allen or teams trying to you know, trade above us to even take Sam Darnold. So for Sam Darnold to fall to the Jets at three, is big for the Jets. I think it's a great pick at number three, and I think Josh Allen should have gone number one overall, but for him to fall all the way to seven, I mean, I was talking about this earlier this week. For him to fall all the way to seven is crazy to me. I thought he was going to be the number one pick overall for sure. Baker Mayfield is a great pick for the Browns. Do not get that wrong. He's a (laughs) walk-on. Two times. (laughs) (laughs) He is short. He is cocky, and he's Kirk Cousins comparable. You just drafted Kirk Cousins with the first overall pick. Not good. Yes. So, yes, I think, you know, the Browns, we'll see what they do during this season. But, yeah, I, I like all you guys' predictions so far. You know, I'm not that big of an NFL guy, but I've been watching the draft pretty closely and been watching some videos. So I see where you're coming from, Will, about how you can be compared to that. So I see what you're saying. So, But we'll have to see, you know, once the season comes. And, I mean – Darnold at three. I love the Saquon Park- Barkley pick. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do too. That's a great mm-hmm. pick. You don't. I mean, people shy away from Josh. taking running backs early, but yeah. I love the Saquon Barkley pick. Guys, hold on. We need to take a break. Let's pause ten seconds for station identification. You're listening to eighty-eight one The Berg on KCWU FM. KCWU Ellensburg, your music central. Back here on Sunday Sports Central to Peyton Barron's Will Ortner, Jordan Riley Payne, Miles King, and Austin Lane. We're talking about the draft. Send in your draft questions. We will answer them. Guys, let's look at the rest of the top ten as we've been focusing on these first three picks. I'm going to go over them. You guys tell me what stands out to you. You have Baker Mayfield, number one, to Oklahoma, or from Oklahoma to the Browns. Saquon Barkley at two. Sam Darnold at three. Terrible pick. Denzel Ward at four. Coming out of Ohio State going to the Browns. I like the Denzel Ward pick. Bradley Chubb, defensive end, going to the Broncos. Quentin Nelson at Notre Dame, going to the Colts. Josh Allen at seven. Will Ortner's favorite quarterback in the draft goes to the nope. Bills. Nope. Roquan Smith to the Bears, which is, I think, one of the best picks of the draft. Uh, you got Mike McGlinchey coming out of Notre Dame, going number nine to the 49ers. And rounding out the top ten, Josh Rosen, he's heading over to Arizona, not moving too far away from UCLA. What picks do you guys like out of the top ten? First off, to clarify for those of you at home, Allen is not my guy. It's Darnold all the way. But no, personally, it's Allen. It, okay. So Bradley Chubb is my favorite pick in this draft. I think he is your best player coming straight out who's going to make an immediate impact. When you look at him, match him up with Vaughn Miller and Shane Ray on that D-line, that's scary for an offensive lineman to go against because you know every single person on that D-line has a legit pass rushing ability and who can get to the quarterback. I think the Broncos made a solid pick, and that's the guy who I personally think should have gone at least top three. I got to agree with you, Will. Uh, last fall, I was just kind of flipping through channels on a college football Saturday. I turned into an NC State game. I see some defensive end dominating every play in the backfield. 
making tackles on running backs three or four yards behind the line of scrimmage, pressuring the quarterback every single play. I'm like, who is this guy? It's Bradley Chubb, and I think the Broncos made a solid pick. I got to agree with both of you guys. I think Bradley Chubb is uh, – I think I have two of my favorite picks in the top ten, and they're both a tie between Bradley Chubb and Josh Allen going to the Bills at seven. Um, like you just said, coming out of NC State, Bradley Chubb is a big dude coming off the edge. He's able to rush in. You know, it's going to be really tough for opposing quarterbacks. Going to the Broncos, who we already know have a great defense, Von Miller lining up on the other side as well for the Broncos D. Um, I don't know how teams in the AFC West are going to deal with this guy, and I think that is a great pick, especially for him to fall to number five. Uh, and then I don't know if you want to switch topics yet, but my worst pick in the uh, top ten was number two, the New York Giants taking Saquon Barkley. Oh, get out. We'll, no get to worse. we'll get to worse picks in a little bit. That's a great pick. Saquon Barkley is a future Hall of Famer. Mark my words. Tattoo him on your body. Just don't tattoo him on my body. My favorite pick out of the top ten, Roquan Smith. This guy, the linebacker at Georgia, he is one of the fastest linebackers in the country. This guy can run with any sort of running back. He's huge. He makes the big hits. When the Bears were dominant 10 years ago, and they were constantly winning the North, it was on, it was on their defense. Brian Urlacher running the defense, and mm-hmm. you, you had a guy. I think Roquan Smith is better than Brian Urlacher. I think Roquan Smith can put their defense over, over the edge, get them above the Packers, put, get them above the Vikings right now because the Vikings got hot. Get them above, I guess they're always above the Lions. I'm not going <laughs> to not even going to try with that one, but Roquan Smith, I think, is the best pick out of the top ten. This guy is fast. He's uh, he's a huge, hard-hitting threat. He can play the zone. He can play man-to-man. I like the Roquan Smith pick. Will, talk to me about Roquan Smith. You Do you like the linebacker pick falling all the way to eight? Yeah, I, I like the Bears taking Roquan Smith. What they need to get back to is hard-nosed, powerful defense, and I think Roquan Smith gives them that ability right there. When you think of the Bears, I mean, even going all the way back to 85, what do you think of the Bears? Hard, tough-nosed defense with a decent offense that can run the football. And I think going with Roquan Smith here, that's what they were doing. I think personally they were hoping that Bradley Chubb could fall all the way down to them because he, you got to build from the trenches out. But Roquan Smith is going to give you a good pass rushing ability while also being able to cover any running back and tight end in this league. You like seeing two offensive linemen go in the top ten? Is that your favorite thing to see? Two offensive linemen from the same team and the Ooh. same side of the ball. Did you watch? Did you watch Good any Notre Dame Lord. this year? Because Adams just ran right between the two of them, and that's how he picked up all two thousand of his yards. Well, My goodness, those first off, two linemen in the top ten on the same team is unheard of. But when you look at these two guys in uh, Quentin Nelson and Mike McGinchley, these are solid O linemen. Both of them do. They're mean. They're nasty in the trenches. You go out and you see their film. They're knocking people around, but they're also quick is what impresses me the most. You have two guys over 300 pounds that can move. They can run with most linebackers. That's insane at that type of position. It's hard enough for me, and I'm like 280. So when I'm looking at guys who outweigh me by 40, 50 pounds that can move like this, it's just impressive, and I love those picks. Them and uh, the kid Will Hernandez or something Hernandez out of uh, UTEP, those were my top three O-linemen that I wanted to see get taken. I was hoping maybe one of them would fall to the Seahawks. Said they took someone else. We'll get into that later. I'm not happy about it. But I love those two picks right there. All right, let's talk about worst picks of the first round. 
Austin, you you dropped your worst pick of the first round. Who'd you say was the worst pick? Saquon Barkley, number two. Oh yeah, that, that's awful. You are gotta be joking <laughs> me. You're joking, right? I'm not joking. Look, did you the, watch <laughs> this guy at all in the last two years? Because yes, sure. He's a great running back. We all know this. But the thing is, with how many quarterbacks there were in this draft, and how many quarterbacks there are going to be next year's draft, and out of all the teams in the NFL that need a quarterback. Maybe the Giants need a quarterback. We don't know what they're, what they're doing with Eli Manning. But even if you're keeping Eli Manning on the team, you still need a quarterback for your future. And for you them to get, sign a guy, who cares? The quarterback's the number one position on the back, team. You need a, a good quarterback. You got, you got two more years of Eli. You need at least. a good quarterback to win. And for them to not take a quarterback and go with a running back, sure, you have a great running back now. But a great running back won't win you anything on the offense. You need a good quarterback, no matter what. I think they should have gone with a quarterback. You don't need a good quarterback. Trent Dilfer got to a Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean, what was that? Twenty years ago. Look at today's Close. NFL. Look at today. <laughs> look at today's NFL. You need a good quarterback to even make it to the Super Bowl with all these good defenses that are out there right now. If you don't have a good quarterback, you're not going to do anything. And for the Giants, the NFC the Championship knew game what they this need. year was between Nick Foles and Case Keenum. <laughs> Talk about good quarterbacks playing. I mean, come on. If if those guys are getting there, Eli yeah. Manning can get there next exactly. year. Oh, come on. Eli Manning cannot take the Giants to the Super Bowl. With Saquon Barkley in the backfield, he might. With a no, balanced it. offensive attack, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think so. Odell comes back healthy. You guys are forgetting one key <laughs> element to the Giants that uh, it really offends me that you're overlooking. Their O-line is terrible. That that is true. You can't that is run true. the ball Without or that. throw the ball with a terrible offensive line. That's why I I don't know if he's my worst pick there. So did you want to see uh, did you want to see Nelson at number 2? Sure. More <laughs> more alignment getting money. I'm cool with that. <laughs> I'm with it. Trench warfare. Let's go for it, boys. <laughs> Look, with how many running backs were in this draft and how many were available probably later in the rounds, the Giants still could have gotten a good running back later on in the draft and still gotten their good quarterback at the number two overall pick. Why wouldn't they just take a running back later in the draft? They don't need a star running back. They need a quarterback right now, right here. That's what they need. So I don't know why they don't go a quarterback. Franchise player Saquon Barkley. You can't just predict that. No, he Reggie is. Bush was a franchise player coming out of college. Look and what happened. Then, but he's a scat back. Saquon Barkley's a power back, and he can catch it out of the backfield. This guy is a perfect mixture. Brad you Beasley can, you can never just say storm. You can never just say huh? this is our Barkley's franchise player. Talented. I. You can never just say that. Oh yeah, I'm saying it. I'm saying it. I said tattoo it on your body, not mine. <laughs> Saquon Barkley. You can say it just as you can say any of these quarterbacks are franchise players. Yeah, yeah. who's to say a quarterback's going to help the uh, what Ortner said with no offensive line? Putting Darnold in that situation is not going to help him at all or help the Giants win. I think getting Barkley in there, he's got a chance to power through a little bit. He takes hits. Darnold can't take a hit. Allen and Rosen... Those guys can't take hits. I hear what you guys are saying that you know it's the same. It's the same argument that you can't take a running back and then say it's going to be your franchise player versus you can't take a quarterback and say it's going to be your franchise player. But here's the thing: you have to take more of a risk on taking a running back, and they took more of a risk on taking a running back than taking a quarterback because if you take a quarterback and it doesn't pan out in a couple of years, you go out and take another quarterback and you just start fresh. 
but what they needed right now was a quarterback. You guys aren't addressing what they needed right now. They don't what need they it right now. They have later Eli. in the draft. They have Eli. Eli Manning is not your star quarterback. Eli's a two Super Bowl champion quarterback. Okay, perfect. So bring in a rookie quarterback this year to learn some stuff for a year, maybe yeah. two, if he can last two more years under Eli. And then, boom, he's ready to go. If they took Josh Allen at number two, I would have been way happier. Or you just go sign Kirk Cousins in two years after Eli can't throw anymore. You, you got to think Eli's got a couple more years. Right? Yeah. I yeah. think he, I think you I think Eli's I think you can draft three. a quarterback next year. Yeah, next year. Yeah. No, there's no one in next year's draft. No, yeah. Next year's draft is awful at QB compared Oh, really? To this They're draft. low in that? It's that's why everyone's jumping right now. That's why one. Kirk Cousins and Case Keenum got paid a buttload of money mm-hmm. because there's That's why they traded up to get Josh Rosen. That's why Arizona traded to get Josh Rosen. There's well. no QBs next year and there's not a whole lot of free agent QBs next year because the new CBA comes out in 3 years. So everyone's signing contracts for 3 years cuz they're thinking they're going to get more money when the new CBA comes out. But I just want to show this to you guys. You guys say you, you can't think of a quarterback as a franchise guy. When you think of Central Washington football right now, who is the first guy that pops into your head? And if you don't say Riley Hennessy in your top two, you are lying. When you think of the Giants, you think of Eli Manning. Now when you think of the Jets, you think of Sam Darnold. When you yeah. think of the Cardinals, you think of Rosen. And when you think of Buffalo, you think of Allen. That's why it's important to go and get your quarterback early. And if you think that's the right guy, go get him. Saquon Barkley is a a once-in-a-generational type talent. I'm hugely – like, I'm high on this guy. This is a guy that I think is going to be a stud. However, running – the running game is different than it was back when Trent Dilfer was winning titles. (laughs) Also a top-10 pick, by the way. So (laughs) when I look at this stuff, I don't think it's the worst pick, but I agree with Austin. I don't think he's the right choice for that fit. And I think Cleveland's really bummed right now because I think they thought they were going to get Barkley at number four. I like the fact that Cleveland took a defensive player with their fourth pick. They're, they address both sides of the ball. I don't know why they didn't take Chubb, but, I mean, Ward's a cool corner to have. I mean, the guy's locked down for Ohio State. Um, pick I don't like. <clears throat> excuse me. The pick that I really don't like uh, in this draft. Excuse me, let me scroll down and find it. What I don't like, one, is the, the Cowboys took the guy out of Boise State. I mean. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Oh my. I don't like it. Yeah. He's an animal. Is he nice? He's I, nice. He is. He's but... a dude that they were talking about moving to D-end because he was so big and so tall, and then they saw him run his 40 and his shuttle, and he, they saw him perform at the combine, and they realized this dude could play linebacker. Oh. He is a. He's going to be a huge name in this league. That's a great pick. That's one of my top five picks. He's an animal, and he's going to do great in this league. Well, I can't believe the fact that Derwin James slipped all the way down 17. Safety at Florida State. Yeah, that was surprising. Incredible. Like, the the Chargers, I think that, you know, there's 16 teams that messed up right there because that guy is a, is a safety who is a game changer on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, he brings it all. And the, the Seahawks were at 18, and if he was on the board and the Seahawks traded back, I would have been livid because that's a guy that I want for my franchise to really build around right there. And uh, first round, of, any other first round surprises that you saw? Uh, the surprise for me was the Darius guy slip. Uh, that's the guy who was on Mel Kuyper's board, Todd McShay, uh, insert CBS analyst here, board. <laughs> he was the number two running back behind Barkley. Everyone thought he was a first round talent type guy. Maybe if they thought he would slip a tiny bit, he'd go to the second round. So I was shocked to see him slip deep into the second round and into the third round. Uh, Mike Mayock said it was because of some off-the-field issues. 
I have heard some rumblings from my sources deep in uh, Central that he does have some off-the-field issues. He's known for um, being a little different. So it still surprised me, though, when I look at it because this is a dude who has over uh, – he has games with over 250 yards rushing, over 300 yards rushing. The dude can squat 650 pounds. Look on his Instagram. It's one of the greatest squat videos I've ever seen. Yes, I watch squat videos in my free time. <laughs> Hard body. And so it surprised me. Things in a even, does. <laughs> even though he has some off-the-field issues, I would have thought that the NFL would have just overlooked them because they're not known to us. So to me, that doesn't say that they are glaring issues. He's not running from the cops. He's not hanging out with Josh Gordon in Josh Gordon's home, uh, hanging out and doing some illegal stuff. So I'm a little surprised at the drop, but for me, he was a steal for the Redskins. And with that, we're going to wrap up uh, all the top top 10 picks when we come back from this break. A little later in the show, we're going to look into baseball still. We're going to save that uh, for closer towards the end of the hour. Funny sports that we saw over the weekend. And when we come back immediately after, we're going to take a look at the NFC West, everything that's going to be impacting you and your watching abilities with the Seahawks come Sundays, come the fall time. Don't go anywhere. We're going to take a quick break. You are listening to Sunday Sports Central right here on 88.1 The Berg. 